Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. I apologize, allergies are killing me, so if you hear me clearing my throat or something, I'm telling you ahead of time, I'm sorry, it's bugging me too. But um, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast with Alex H. I think it's one of the most listened to podcasts I've put out for this, and um, she's just great. Like, I love Alex H. so much. I swear I need her to be my therapist. Her voice is so fucking nice and, like, soothing. I think we can all agree with that. Um, and I did get called out on Twitter because I did a very Cavallari, um, recap and I did it at like 1030 at night and I was tired and I don't even remember what I said really, but apparently I brought up Jay using a stick to find like chicken eggs in the woods and how I didn't like that. And someone quoted it saying she thought it was funny. And then someone was like, well, Jay's the best part of the show. Listen, Jay is really funny. I'm not trying to take any props away from Jay, but... I don't really care about that. Like, I think they could make him funnier in other ways than just have him being, like, picking up good sticks and looking for for um, eggs. Which, you know, what it, it is what it is. It's very Cavallari, and Kristen's on it, so we're gonna, we're gonna like it. Um, but a lot of people wanted me to talk about the Kristen and Shannon drama, so I am gonna talk about that at the end. Um, you guys gave me a lot of like good stuff to rant about, but I think that's going to be my main rant for the week. So after I'm done talking about this episode, if you're like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. I don't want to listen to it. So I'm giving you the heads up now. End of this episode, probably like 10 minutes. I don't know, but I have a lot of feelings about it. And, um, I have a lot of feelings about like how the scene played out and everything. So I will get into that. But as for right now, we're going to talk about the episode, The Best Part of Breaking Up, also known as the episode that taught me what anxiety was because that fight between Trey and Little Man in the parking lot scares the shit out of me to this day. All right, so it starts off with Kristen with the girls by the pool. And this season, her girls are Alex H. and Morgan S. And we know in season two, Morgan S. is kind of on the outs with Kristen. Not really. She's still friends with, bo- with both groups, but, um, you know... Kristen wants Morgan to come to the fiesta, but her little friends can't come. But anyway, um, she basically says she thinks she's going to invite Steven, and Alex H. calls them out on their bullshit. She's like, you know, this is what you guys always do. You always break up. You always get back together. And you know in her mind, she's like, this is fucking exhausting, Kristen. This is a lot for me to handle. Like, Because, <laughs> um, you know, we, we have that friend who would, like, always get back with their shitty ex or not calling Steven shitty. I mean, they both seem pretty awful to one another as 16, 17, 18-year-olds, however old they were. But, um... But yeah, we had that friend who just kept going back and you'd kind of be like, can you fucking end it? Like, I'm so fucking tired of it. And so are all of us. We can't even pretend that we care anymore. Right. Right. We all have that. But the next scene, the very next scene is Elsie probably getting off the phone with a producer, being asking Lo to go to the Blink-182 concert with her. And Lowe's like, I've never been to a concert. And Elsie doesn't believe her. And it's kind of like an awkward exchange. Because she's like, wait, you've never been to any concert? And Lowe's like, bitch, I just told you I've never been to a concert. And they kind of smile at each other. And I don't know. It's kind of like a weird little moment. Because I feel like they both knew they were supposed to talk about it. And they weren't like super, I don't know. It didn't seem that natural. I will say this episode is probably the worst edited reality tv episode I've ever seen in my entire life and I know I don't watch a ton of reality tv now but this episode's pretty rough with like random voiceovers and then there's a scene a little bit later with Steven and Kristen which I'll talk about but um 
But Elsie lets Lo know that she's going to pick her up and they'll go to the concert. But right now she has to go help Trey with AYA. And they're going to do a fashion show. So this is the lamer fashion show of the series. But, but I mean, Trey put it together. So it's still pretty dope because we love Trey in this house. We stand Trey. Is that, is that cool? Do I say that? We stand him. Um, so Kristen ends up calling Steven. And it's just like a weird, again, Steven's driving in his truck on his flip phone. And Kristen is sitting on her couch. And it just seems like the producers made him re-record the conversation, which I'm sure that's exactly what they did. And, um, you know, he invites him and Steven doesn't seem like he wants to go. And Steven seems like he loves Blink-182. Like when I think of people who are fans of Blink-182, I would think of Steven and Trey, like skateboarders, skimboarders, just living their lives in Southern California with their hair product all spiked up. Like that's what I think about. Um, and baggy, baggy tan jeans, um, Baggy tan shorts for some reason. I don't know why, but that comes into my mind. Some Etnies, some DC shoes, um, trucker hats. Sorry, I'm going on a rant about what I think Blink-182 fans are. And I am one, but I wear none of those things. Um, so it was just like a quick conversation. And it doesn't ever show Steven moving his mouth when he's on the phone. But he's definitely like having a conversation. So that's one of the messier edited scenes, as I said before. So Trey is planning a fashion show. And Polster and LC are there. Polster's in this season a lot more than I gave him credit for in the beginning because I was always kind of like, oh, Polster's like kind of forgotten, but he's been in almost every episode, I feel like. And um, he's Trey's number one dude, you know, they're buddies. And it was kind of cute. On Instagram this past week, Polster was visiting Trey and he was wearing a trucker hat that said Trey's friend. And then Trey was wearing a trucker hat that said Trey. And I did not get a screenshot and I'll never forgive myself for it, but I didn't. So they're talking about it and they're talking about how it's going to be, you know, time, time's going to be a little short and stuff like that. And then LC comes up with the idea that you take Polaroids with people's names, put them on a poster and kind of line it up with how people are supposed to look. And poster's like, that's because you're brilliant. That's why. And then we go to good old surf and sport where Steven is talking tr- his Kristen troubles with his co-worker Kara. And Kara's face is funny because you can tell she doesn't give a fuck. Like, she is sitting there and she's like, cool, dude. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to listen to you talk about this. Like, you're so boring. You know, that kind of thing. You know, she's nodding her head and he's like, and then there's Elsie. You know, there's Elsie. And I can picture, like, Stephen being 17 or 18, not even wanting to talk about this. And I think Liz Gately said that Stephen was actually really sensitive about what he talked about on screen because he didn't want to, like, hurt Elsie's feelings because they were friends and stuff like that. On that note, I am going to reach out and hopefully we can get Liz Gately on this podcast to talk about Laguna, right? Talk about Laguna in the Hills. I think we deserve that as a, as a community. So, you know, Elsie is sitting in her seat with Lo and they're sitting in this, it looks like a cute venue. Like it's, it reminds me of like Comcast Center in Massachusetts. I know that doesn't mean anything to most of you, but like half covered, you know, half of it's outside and then there's the lawn and then half of it's covered. And she calls Steve and she's like, where are you? And he's like, I'm at the Blink show. And she's like, your hair? You know, she has to kind of pretend that she doesn't know. And it's like, production told you, bitch. She bought you, they got you a whole row. And I will give her credit. She did try and act her best to be surprised. Kristen looks less than thrilled, according to Lo. And um, she also says that she's wearing pajamas. But, I mean, she's just wearing jeans and a hoodie. So I don't really understand how that is considered pajamas. But I guess it is. And... I don't know. I wear pajamas every day. I'm not at work, I guess. And then one of my favorite 
parts, and I say this a lot. I say this a lot, like one of my favorite scenes, but this was when Lowe's like looking, she goes, are those smoke poofs? Does that mean people are blazing? And then LC is like, um, um, those are definitely not cigarette poofs. And I don't know, little me, I didn't really get it. I didn't understand. I'm like, wait, people are smoking cigarettes there, but they're smoking marijuana, Kelly. And I know a lot of followers have DM'd me about that. And apparently it was a Blink-182 and No Doubt concert. So I kind of wonder if either No Doubt was like, no, we don't want our name on this show. Or if MTV thought Blink-182 would be the better band to promote for their viewers. Um, Which is really interesting because this is when like, what was it, Hella Good was big and all of that. So... I want to know. So I would like you all to ask Gwen Stefani what that was about. Um, That would make me really happy. Thank you. (laughs) And then we have the scariest thing I've ever seen on any reality show. Not really. But Trey vs. Little Man. If, and I want to be clear, if Trey was in Cabo, there would be zero slut shaming. Because that is what this fight started with, right? He, this little man, I swear to God, it is Wee Man from Jackass. They blurred out his face, but like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it was Wee Man, like his voice. Um, I remember he was always wearing like white shirts and black pants and he had some tattoos on his forearms and I swear it was Wee Man and MTV was just like, go fuck with these kids, please. Let's make something happen. Other than Cabo, which, you know, that was their sweet spot. And after Cabo, they're like, how do we top this little man fight? Wee Man, we need your help. But I swear it's Wee Man. But um, anyway, little man runs up to him and, you know, he's, you got, I got a fast car and you'd look good in it. And then Lo runs away and she says, stop molesting me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little interesting. But that's some shit I would have said, too. Like, dumb as fuck in high school. Like, you just say dumb shit. Little man, you know, he's running after them. And then he says, you look good, sluts. And Trey's like, you are not going to call my girl sluts. And then he goes, you know, tries to go chest to chest with little man. And all I could think of was, you know, if if Trey heard Steven slut shaming Kristen, he would have went chest to chest and said, man, that is not cool, Steven. We do not slut shame in this house. But he wasn't there. So unfortunately, that slut shaming happened. But, um, but yeah, I don't know this whole scene. It's, it's very, there's a lot of anxiety and then there's a lot of voiceovers as well. Cause you just hear Kristen go, uh, she looks like Elsie looks like a slut or she calls her Lauren. Cause only friends call her Elsie. Um, Lauren looks like a slut and that's definitely not what she says. Cause her voice isn't moving. And then, um, her voice, her mouth isn't moving. I'm sorry guys. Um, and then Elsie's <laughs> trying to get in her car And Kristen's like, oh my god, Elsie's stressing so hard. Like, yeah, I'd fucking be stressing too, Kristen. Like, if I'm getting yelled at and chased and then my friend's about to fight someone, like, yeah, I am trying to sit in my car because I'm not going to try and get in the middle of a bro fight. Like, that's just not cool. So Steven ends up walking in between them and going, you know, let's go our separate ways. Let's just go our separate ways. Like, let's not make this a thing. And that was that. And the next morning, it's Elsie and Lo talking. Lo starts giggling, and she goes, who do you think would have won between Trey and Little Man? And Elsie starts laughing, and it's just a cute little scene, and she's like, I don't know, because Little Tattooed Man had a lot of big tattooed friends, but the concert was great. They had fun other than that. Um, And I think Lo has been to many concerts since that moment. So after that, um, Elsie starts talking about the fashion show and Lowe still doesn't seem like she understands what AYA is, even though 
She did go to the um, open mic night and everything like that, but she just doesn't seem to really get it. She doesn't get what AYA is. So Elsie kind of dumbs it down and she says, basically, Trey wants young people to feel like they can make a difference. And I love that so much. And I love that at, you know, 18, he was already thinking that way. He was already thinking like, hey, I need to make a difference because this world is going to shit. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. But now young people are more empowered in a way. I will say even being 27, sometimes I feel like my opinions aren't taken seriously because I'm younger, because I'm not as educated as some people will say, not everybody, obviously. But I know even when I go home and I talk to my parents about, you know, my certain beliefs and my political beliefs and things like that, they'll be like, oh, it's because you're young. It's like I moved halfway across the country by myself to a city where I didn't know anybody. I think that I have some, you know, ideas of what I believe is correct and what I believe isn't correct and things like that. So that quote really stood out to me. And I just want to say thank you, Trey, for trying to give people a platform and trying to give young people a platform when there was no social media or anything like that. I think it's really cool. And I think it says a lot about his character. So... Trey and Polster are the next scene, and Polster is making a mock runway using, you know, that blue tape that I think you use when you're painting. I grew up in apartments, so we didn't, we weren't really allowed to paint, but I'm pretty sure you use it for painting. And Polster's on this a lot more than I remembered. I feel like when I was watching, or even, you know, remembering season one, Polster, you know, he kind of comes in and out, but he's in a lot of episodes. I feel like he's in almost every single one. He wasn't in Cabo, I know, but I feel like he's in a lot of them because he is best friends with Trey and everything like that. But Trey has a Palm Pilot, and I wrote down Palm Pilot because I remember someone in fifth grade had one, and I was like, what are you even gonna do with that? What? That's stupid. Just use your, like, little agenda that you're given at the beginning of the year. He's like, no, I have to use my Palm Pilot. Like, his family had a lot of money, and they would just give him dumb shit that he didn't need because what fifth grader needs a Palm Pilot? Um, kids now need cell phones. I get that. But Palm Pilots, come on, come on. Let's not, let's not get crazy. What are you going to store in there? AIM scream names? Like, come on. So the next scene is Kristen hanging out in the kitchen with her brother, Mike. And Mike's like, do friends just work out together? And Kristen's like, we do. And then he goes, are you guys still hooking up? And Kristen's face is like, Mike, why would you ask that right now? Like there are cameras everywhere. And he just goes, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. And this is one of the worst edits I see the whole series and it's Steven he gets out of the truck and he's walking up the walkway and he's wearing jeans and when he walks into the kitchen he is wearing basketball shorts and then you know he dabs up Mike and says what's up brother and then they um her him and Kristen leave and he's wearing jeans again I'm like, MTV, you didn't even try. And I don't know. It was like the same outfit he was wearing for Blink. So I don't know if maybe they just tried to add that in quickly. Like, oh, we watched him pick her up for Blink, but we didn't use it. So let's just make it seem like he picked her up going to the gym. But at least make him wear jeans into the house, MTV. <laughs> so it goes to um, Trey being stressed, very stressed. I don't know what that that, that voice was, but Trey's very stressed for the um, fashion show. And he really just wants it to go correctly. And he feels like 
nobody's helping him and he's just very stressed. He's running around without a little shirt on and yelling at everybody. But Elsie calms him down, you know. She she starts writing names on the inside of hats just to try and help him out a little bit. And he she's like, is Steven coming? And Trey's like, yeah, he's with Kristen. And then, you know, he's like, I don't have time to talk about this right now. I am trying to run a fashion show and you are trying to throw me off. So that that happens and they're they're running around like this little kitchen area and it flashes there are some scenes of like Kristen and Steven working out and Steven doing a lot of sit-ups and I don't know it's, it's a weird scene it's like we get it we get it they're fit they're fit teenagers <laughs> MTV is like work out be slim you'll be hot that's what they're trying to tell us but um they're driving they end up driving to the fashion show and Kristen is showing ringtones and the first one she plays is for Dennis, her dad, where it's like, dun-dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun. And then she plays one for Steven, and it's like, I don't know. It's one of those happier ringtones that you used to play that's like, beep-beep-beep-beep-beep. And I remember assigning ringtones to people, and this kid I had a crush on, he had my ringtone as brown-eyed girl, and I thought that was the most romantic thing in eighth grade. I was like, oh my god, I don't even care that my eyes are more green, like, brown-eyed girl just for me. And then I found out he had it for, like, two other girls. I was like, you bastard, you player. <laughs> eighth grade me was very upset with him. But I used to love ringtones, and now my phone's always on Do Not Disturb because I just want to text you. I don't want to actually talk to you unless you're my mom or dad. Um... So they go to the um, fashion show. They walk in together and they're and it's still stressful in that back room. I mean, the fight, the slide 2005 seemed much less stressful than this one. And everyone was wasted. It was like trying to herd cats for fight the slide 2005. But they go through it and there's so many like salty voiceovers from Kristen. She's like, why would Lauren even wear that? Lauren looks awful. Everyone looks good but Lauren. And it's like she didn't even really say that. It's like the producers made her go in a sound booth and just say that shit so they could throw it over, you know, throw it over her voice. I mean, yeah, over her voice, right? Yeah. Um, and I noticed no one's like wearing shoes, which I thought was interesting. I don't know why everyone wants to walk barefoot. I mean, athlete's foot is no joke. And I feel like that is definitely one way to get it is by what they did. But yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. And I thought that was the end of the episode, to be honest. I'm like, wait, I feel like I'm missing something. And then because it fades to black for like a hot second or two. And then it's like OC night at Lowe's house, at Lauren's house. I'm sorry. And they're very excited Lo asks Elsie about Steven, and she's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. He's back with Kristen, whatever. And we're still rooting for Elsie and Steven, even though Kristen is his girlfriend. Like, MTV, you really made me be a bad person and vote for someone who isn't his girlfriend. They really did Kristen dirty that first season, I think. Second season, you know, she's a lot better. But anyway, um, it flashes to Kristen and Alex H. having lunch. And poor Alex H., like... Listening to her talk about it, she did seem to have a really, you know, she doesn't hate her time on Lagoon or anything like that, but she had a lot of real life shit going on, and I'm sure she didn't want to just sit there and talk about dates with, with Kristen, especially because she said, you know, she was the single one, and she was over it, like she was annoyed, and I totally understand that, but um, Kristen says they're going to go to the beach for um, a date, and then they're going to go to mini golf, and then Steven show, and then the next scene is Steven showing up and he picks a flower out of her front yard and he's wearing the same exact outfit that he wore to the Blink concert. Like the jeans and the red t-shirt and the black hoodie and the backwards black um, trucker hat. They, she's wearing the same one as well, like the low cut 
or maybe it's just an unzipped hoodie or something like that. And these, um, this date, they go on like a little blanket and it's very boring. They just keep saying Adamami's or Adamami's, Adamami's, I don't know, over and over again. And I didn't even write anything about it because it's just like, okay, they're eating sushi. Okay. They're on a little blanket. Like that is actually romantic and sweet, but it's also like, okay, we get it. They're back together. MTV. We get it. And they just seem like boring in that scene. Um, and then they flash to one of my favorite parts of the whole episode because it's pre-Netflix days. And if you are listening and you watch like One Tree Hill or The O.C. on Netflix or any show on Netflix and you binged it, you are one lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> Let me say that because I'm going to be real with you. It was not easy being like a Netflix, a pre, a teen in the Netflix days before Netflix. I'm sorry. What am I saying? But, um. I remember One Tree Hill when they had the shooting episode. They had one, they had like the time capsule episode was released and then it was a two week break, the shooting episode, and then it was like a three week break and they left us with, I'm sorry, this is a spoiler alert if you are late to the party of One Tree Hill, but Dan killing Keith. That's what they left us with and we had to wait like three weeks to find out kind of what happened. I don't know. I don't know how we did it. I don't know how I kept up with shows and did not miss an episode because if you did miss an episode, you had to wait for summer reruns. So that's why I say people who became fans of shows on Netflix are not true fans because they didn't have to sit through commercials, sit through breaks, sit through cliffhangers and all that shit. And I will say that because I binge watched um, The Office and I will not say that I am a you know true fan of The Office, but that was my Netflix rant. You guys weren't expecting that, but you're welcome for it. Um, so yeah, it's just fun. It's Elsie, Lo, Morgan, and Bunny. And I wonder, was always wondering what episode they were watching. You know, ew, they're kissing. Oh my God. That's what they kept saying. And then it flashes to like Kristen and Steven sharing a kiss or something like that. But I was thinking it's the episode where Julie Cooper kisses Luke. Do you guys remember that when they had like a weird little thing? I think that's what episode it was. And I'm sticking to it. The last scene of the whole episode is Steven and Kristen kissing with the Ferris wheel in the background and Steven saying, I'm really stoked we got back together. How romantic. I'm really stoked that we got back together. But I remember everyone had like that little um, thing as their icon on AIM. That was like everyone's icon was Steven and Kristen kissing. But um, so, yeah, that was the episode in a nutshell. I feel like the ending is always like messy for me because it's so jumpy. And I felt like that this whole episode was so jumpy and so terribly edited. Like it really bugged me actually watching it. But um, but now I am going to talk about Kristen and Shannon because a lot of people ask me, you know, have my feelings changed towards Kristen? Has anything like that happened? But the truth is, I think that it's a show. I think that. It's changed a lot. One thing I will say is I think Kristen changed a lot from season one to season two. A lot of people were commenting how she sounds really like condescending and rude. And I don't know if she's like playing into that because people were saying how much they miss like, oh, the bitch is back, that Kristen. Whereas the first season, she was just getting into her store. She was just, you know, kind of putting her face back out there on reality TV. So I was curious if she was trying to tone it down, but now she's trying to play it up too much. I'm not 100% sure again. That's just what I see. And I feel like the whole firing scene, watching it back, it's kind of like, this is so choppy and edited. It is so obviously edited that um, there was so much more that was said that was cut. 
And I think Kristen actually didn't look great in that scene. I think it was unprofessional on her part. I, if she, you know, before she goes there, she's talking to Jay about how she thinks she could beat Shannon up. And then while she's there, I feel like she just completely talked over Shannon. Surprisingly, I've never been fired from a job. But don't you need, like, someone from HR there and all this stuff? And I understand it's a show, but she was really firing Shannon on camera. Like, that was legitimate, which, again, to me, is a little rude. Like, if if you're going to fire someone, give them a little bit of a heads up, especially if it's going to be on te- fucking television. Like, nobody, nobody deserves that. And I think she wanted so badly to have, like, the premiere have, like, such a big boom, like a like a big moment but I think it would have been smarter for them to kind of play it out a little bit like maybe um have Shannon come in and not not show her not doing a good job like show me her not doing a good job don't show me flashbacks of conversations that according to Shannon's story didn't happen that is something that really frustrates me but then again everything on reality tv is so manipulated anyway so it's like what do I expect but I don't I don't think it was handled the best Um, I don't remember what I said on the podcast last week. I'm sorry. I really don't re-listen to these because I hate the sound of my voice, but I need to. I know I do. But I don't like, I I mean, people think I don't like Kristen anymore and that's not the truth. Like, just because I I am friendly with Shannon doesn't mean I hate Kristen. Like, it's never been like that. And I appreciate Kristen for letting me go to her store and fucking interviewing her when she didn't need to do that. But I do think that scene didn't look great for her. I don't, I think she looked really angry and kind of crazy, crazy in a way, how she was like, you can talk, you can speak when I'm done talking, like, you just said that Shannon was extremely disrespectful, but that shit's disrespectful too, and to me, I would rather, you know, firing someone and being nice about it if they've been as bad as you've said, like, you, at least you can feel like, okay, maybe they'll realize how shitty they were being, I don't know, like I said, I've never fired anyone, luckily, and I've never been fired, knock on wood, but I just, that whole scene really rubbed me the wrong way, and I don't get why you don't keep Shannon on it, because I know people don't like her, but in my opinion, you need to have someone on the show that people love to hate. I know Jamie Kennedy, James Kennedy, whatever, on Vanderpump Rules, I can't stand him, but I get why he's there. Kristen gets real crazy, A lot of people don't like her. I get why she's there. That type of thing. But I know they're bringing in a kid. I believe his name's Matt. And he has a pretty bad name in Nashville. The people who've told me about him are kind of like, he's a snake. Watch out for him. And I'd like to meet him in person so I could like get my own opinion. I'm just telling you what people have told me about him. But... I think that he's going to try and replace the Shannon role. I don't know. And I also noticed they hired three other redheads at Uncommon James. Like they posted a picture and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're great workers. Who knows? But that scene specifically, I think it was really heavily edited. I would have loved to see Shannon saying anything more. I don't think she was very disrespectful at all in that scene. Or... I mean, the only thing that they showed her being disrespectful was her kind of mocking Kristen. And I think that's funny. I think mocking, like, if you were to be like, Kelly, you say I'm a lot. Yeah, this this episode I definitely have. Like, I actually, for the first time, edited ums out because I was driving myself insane by how much I was saying it. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I did that one on purpose. But 
I don't know. I think that this season's going to be heavy Kelly, Jay, and Kristen. And I think Kelly's boring for TV. She seems very nice. She seems like an, I don't know. I don't know her personally. She seems like a nice person. But I think on TV, she comes off very boring. She has a really dope job. She has a big following on her podcast. So I think that there's definitely a lot of room that they need to work, grow with and work with. And I think with Shannon being gone, they need to find a new villain ASAP. But in my opinion, Kristen kind of seems like the villain in this episode, at least. Even the way she like spoke to Jay and stuff, it was a little too much. You know, put back just a little bit. Something someone else also mentioned to me is my new love for Taylor Swift. It's not new. And the only reason I'm posting so much is because she promised new music and then I started re-listening to all her old music and now I can't stop. I'm in like a Taylor Swift spiral. But um, I've been a fan of hers for a really long time. So if anyone's listening and can get me into her next like rep room or one of her secret sessions, like I probably won't talk to her because I'll be so nervous. So you wouldn't, I wouldn't embarrass you. So if you need like a date to one of those or if you can pick people, I'd be great because I won't speak. I'll be way too nervous. But thank you guys for listening. Give me any topics you want me to rant about at the end of the episode. And if you want me to rant like longer, I'll do that too. I can do less of an episode, more of a rant, equal time, whatever. I'm just kind of going with the flow with this thing. And I appreciate you all listening. And I will talk to you next week. Have an awesome day.